where you get two keywords today. And we'll send you to the iHeartRadio Music Festival to see Harry Styles, Kings of Leon, Big Sean, Lord, slew of others. Joined every morning by the able-bodied Matthew Fantone. Buddy, how are you? I'm feeling pretty sleepy this morning, dude. I won't lie. I felt like I couldn't get out of bed. Is that right? Then I felt like I couldn't get off the couch. And I'm like, dude, I don't want the show to start. I don't want anything to happen. I just want to go back to bed. So uh, hopefully this coffee will get me going and uh, and, and we'll start, you know, the, 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 the ball down the field. We'll get the Stan's Mary show going. The sooner you start the show, the sooner the show ends. I like it. And I will remind you that like it is it. New Tur Tuesday. Oh, thank you. So, Jesus. Yeah, see, Fantone likes New Tur Tuesday because, I don't know, you feel like the, like that does a lot of the heavy lifting Katie for you. Katy Perry can take care of all the heavy lifting, dude. Or if, whoever, if only we know. had Katy Perry That's today. not her. Who no, we do it? not. Have, we, uh, we have Pink today. Right, which is uh, which is my spirit animal. I was gonna say that's, I, that's better than Katy Perry. Oh, you. for me, yeah, 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 yeah. Give me the pink. Her song's called "What About Us." We have a uh, we have a country song here by a guy I've never heard of. His name is Brandon Lay. Okay, and the song's called "Speakers, Bleachers, and Preachers." And we went. I'll, I'll be honest with the audience. We went solely off title. We were like, okay, yeah, we saw the title. We're like, that sounds like us. Can't judge a book by its cover. Well, you can judge a song by its title, and that's exactly what we're going to do. Yes, that. indeed. I, uh, I'm excited to hear that. Yeah, absolutely. Me too. And uh, and then we'll also have New Seether, Betray and Degrade. And okay. we have a local submission, but we haven't previewed that one yet. I want to make sure it's clean and yeah. edited and all that stuff before I start promoing it for said segment. Yeah. But we do believe we have one of those. Um, I have the new Seether disc, okay. and I listened to it the first couple of times. Uh, you know, w- w- you know when they first sent it to me. But I don't remember this Betray and Degrade song, so I'm interested to hear that. But normally, I am a fan of the band. Yeah, as far as rock radio goes, I like that. Seether is one of the one of the better one of the better options that you have out there. I would agree. What's going on with you? Uh, not too much of anything, dude. Yesterday was what do I want to say? One of the most exhausting days of all time when it came to social media. Um, I think everybody. I, I think everybody has as an opinion with what happened in Charleston and in a broader picture there kind of Charlottesville. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Charlottesville. Um, and I think in a bigger picture, kind of an opinion on what's happening in America. And, and, you know, you have your right to express your opinion. You have your right to kind of, you know, think what you want to think. Um, but it was just at a point, like even, even, even people that agreed with me, it just got nauseating of like, Oh my God, dude, enough. Like I understand expressing your concerns, your, or, uh, sympathies, things like that, but acting like you have this, like, here's the cure-all to racism in You don't have it. You don't have it. Nobody's got the cure-all. Nobody. You know, I always... It's like phenomenons will happen, or, like, these big things in, like, pop culture will happen. Like, pay it forward, right? Okay. Like, think about how long ago that, that movie came out. We're still awful to one another. You know what I mean? Everybody gets captivated by that movie. Oh, my God. We really do got to stop and smell the roses and be nicer to one another. It lasts about a week, and then you go right back to being who you are. And that's, like, the the whole thing with you. I, I agree with you. I, like, I was on social media yesterday, and I was like, even the fact, even the people that I agree with, I'm just like, I'm tired of hearing it. I'm tired of seeing it. I felt so negative. As a matter of fact, I even tweeted last night, and I said, you know what? Every story that I'm seeing come across the news for the rundown on the show tomorrow is conflict-based. Would it kill a couple of you fine can't nights to go out there and get caught having sex in public. Like, <laughs> d- d- help me out. Throw me a bow. Surprised we're not reading about that on the CantonRepository.com right now. Well, my dude. call to action really didn't go as well as I had hoped. Well, we got a couple of hours left in the show. We got a good four. You never left. know. Somebody get out there and start banging it you out. You never know. Um, on the flip side of that coin of people who are like, oh, well, I have the cure for racism. Um, the people in the, the mental gymnastics that were being used to justify certain behaviors yesterday, it was just as exhausting. I, it, 
nobody's going to be able to justify to me somebody getting in their car, pressing the gas pedal, and mowing people down. I mean, you're I, never going to be able to justify that from even people who are like protesting in the street. And I'm always like, get out of the way, let people go to work. You can't hit them with the car, right? And I, I like, <laughs> I, I legit saw and or was, I mean, you can, but you're going to jail. It was via, yeah, you can do it, but it was via news organization, and I think the tweet eventually got deleted, the original tweet. Um, but there was a, I think it was a cop in Maryland, and he was like, good, glad that you're hitting people yeah, with cars. No, and I saw that. Like, there was a fireman somewhere else, I think in Massachusetts, too, who posted a photo of him carrying a tiki torch and like a Confederate flag hat, and he says, I'm, I'm on my way to Charlottesville, Jesus. and now he's retracting, saying, you know, I was drunk, and this and that. First of all, guys, drunk is no longer going to get you off the hook on awful. No. Like, no. you got to know now, like, we've come past that as, 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 like, a culture where it's like, oh, well, you had too many Bud Lights? Okay, well, then, you know, all excused. That's not the way that's going to go down. You know what I mean? Especially if you work in law enforcement right. or like a fire department. If you work for a public service like that, you're not. Nobody's ever going to be like, "Well, thank God you were so hammered on your time off, you became a race." I mean, right, 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 right. Like, oh, <laughs> like, well, that's dude, never well, going to happen. Dude, the silver bullets out there. <laughs> so, 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 yes, all these terrible things that you're saying, totally excused. Um, you know, it, uh, yesterday was just one of those situations, and you say this all the time. If I didn't have to be a part of that. I wouldn't have been a part of that. I would have been like, dude, what am I even looking at my phone for? Because really, I mean, I do. I check Facebook frequently as you're only on social media for work as preparation for the show because I I go through like what are people passing around? Right. And I go through like, all right, what are all the articles that Fox 8 shared? What are all the articles that Fox News shared? What are all the articles that, you know, Yahoo News shared? So, I mean, there's probably a good 15 Facebook pages I check before I go to bed and before and like when I wake up in the morning to be like, okay, what happened? But yesterday and I always say to myself, don't read the comments. Just read the article. Oh, no, the comments are the best part. Just don't read the comments. Don't read the comments. Don't read the comments. And dude, it was just I mean, it was. It was just the worst yesterday. So, did I save these? I took photo. I took screen grabs of comment sections yesterday, and I wonder if I deleted them because of how angry it made me. I think I may have. Um, you know, but people saying all the same stuff. We're rebooting wars instead of movies, and it's just like, guys, that. First of all, we've been fighting the same war since the beginning of this country. Like, it's we we never really move on from that kind of stuff, and it's just. I understand because there is a social pressure now, though, Phantom, where if you don't express sentiment, you're now considered to be disheartened and rude. Like, as a matter of fact, it was over the weekend, and I, I'm going to let people off the hook here because, because of how, of how jarring all of this stuff is. I'm, I'm searching for, I wanted to use a better word, but I'm failing at it. But like over the weekend, I was like, Posting things on like Instagram and, and Twitter just about my weekend, about right. like playing golf. And I was met with some, not a lot, but some pushback of, I can't believe what's happening in Charlottesville. And for what you do for a living, you're telling me, uh, you're, you're talking to me about making par right now and not what's happening in our country. And I responded and I said, Yeah, because I'm planning on talking to you about what's happening with your country Monday morning. Like that's no. I'm I'm saving my I'm saving my statements because I don't because I have a radio I don't have to fit it into 140 characters I can take the time to express my what my feelings are and it's not like it's not like all of a sudden this becomes the only thing that you're going to discuss the only thing that you're going to but do that's with how people life. feel now I mean that's that's a ridiculous feeling like to, because I mean even the person who feels that way has to admit that that is not the life you live it's not like at the end of the day we all are going to go home and watch TV no matter how tragic it is. 
no matter whether it's 9-11 or the Holocaust or whatever, we're all just going to go home and watch reruns of Seinfeld. Like, it's what we're going to do. So don't... It, yeah, it, I, I, I'm willing to bet the one thing that was not affected in this in this country this last weekend and week will be Netflix's numbers at night. Net, I guarantee you Netflix that will be... and Pornhub doing fine. Cranking dude. it out. Doing doing fine. So let's, no not, pun. let's, let's not get too high on our horses there. Fair. Um, opposite side of that, though, I will say um, I hate when people will express their opinion and then get hit with, and you know, depends on what avenue they're in, but then get hit with, oh, just stick to sports, or oh, just stick to music, or oh, just stick to whatever it is that you're kind of in. Now, ESPN kind of gets that. Stick to sports, right? That's what people kind of tell them. And I would say that you guys, there's a reason why they were elected to talk about sports on TV, and it's because they're intelligent. And if you're intelligent, at least partially, right? right? And that, like, so... Why do you think if a guy or woman can be that informed about wide receivers that they could not be at least a little bit informed on anything else or that they're not going to have an opinion and they've at least shown in one aspect of the business that they can express their opinion in a professional manner? Now, what I would tell ESPN is is that I think you probably should stick to sports given to what's happened to your ratings, okay? But I, those people being on Twitter and giving their opinion, you're right. giving your opinion. Why, why can't whoever's on SportsCenter give their opinion? I think, I think the broadcast cast medium, you know, the actual ESPN, there's a little bit more validity to, yo, stick to sports. Yes, because that's that's the brand. I mean, I even think that's a little bunk. It's their brand. They can do what they want with it. You can give your opinion. But when it comes to individuals, when it comes to reporters, when it comes to people like that who, 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 and I saw it, it was yesterday, it was on WKYC, Channel 3's, like, like Facebook page, stick to local news. And I'm like, dude, are you kidding me? You're telling the news station, don't cover the biggest story in the nation because you disagree with it? This is like sex scandals, right? Like Everybody always says, oh my god, I'm so sick of hearing about it, and yet every newspaper that runs it, their numbers go through the roof and the people that don't cover it, their numbers dip. It's like, it's this is the same thing. Like I'll, I'll equate it to radio. Quit playing ACDC and okay. Metallica! Okay. But the moment we do, the numbers go down. Because what you want is ACDC and Metallica, no matter how many times you tell us that you don't. It's just like, people, like, this isn't meant to, like, insult but people don't know what they want, myself included. That's why these big companies tell us because we don't really we want to be led. That's what we want. We just want somebody else to think for us, make all the hard decisions, and play goddamn Enter Sandman. So we'll play. I don't. I bet it's not Enter Sandman. I probably should have looked. Is it AC? All right. One of the two is coming before long. And there's, uh, I, you know, what we're gonna have to stick on a similar topic next though, because Michael Bennett and Marshawn Lynch and the NFL are doing something, and yet none of you are pissed about it. We'll look, we'll look into that next on Rock 106. 1069. And welcome back to the Sandsbury Show, Rock 1069. Stick around for a new tour Tuesday. That's at 9 o'clock. You're getting new Pink, new Brandon Lay, it's a country artist, and brand new Seether. All part of that brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino at Northfield Park there. I uh, want to give a shout out yeah. to North Canton Collision. Ah. A, uh, a proud client and partner of a, um, of the Sandsbury Show. I... Um, I had just bought in a car not that long ago, and uh, I, had, I had it parked in a parking lot, and somebody hit it. Son of a bitch. Somebody hit it. And uh, I've been waiting a few weeks to get, uh, you know, to get the door fixed, and, uh, you know, it just it dawned on me yesterday. I was like, you know what? Just drive it down there. So sure enough, I go in there. He was talking to my buddy Alex. And, you know, they wrote me up a decent estimate, and he was like, man, give us two days, and we'll have it back to you. And as a matter of fact, Phantom, they gave me the exact car I own as my rental. 
Yeah, I uh, I pulled up into the parking lot this morning and I saw the Stansberry Whip, except that it changed colors. And I'm yep. like, Good God, what did this guy do overnight? Sent me the exact same car I drive. And I was actually kind of concerned. I was like, Dude, did he get into an accident? Was there something the matter? But no, no, dude, no. a little, uh, little just body a little cosmetic there. stuff. Yeah, right. somebody hit in a, you know in a parking lot at one of our fine establishments here in Canton, Ohio. But uh, I just. I'm at ease because of the work they do, and I just know in two days I'm going to have my car back. Everything's going to be perfect, and nice. you know it's easy. So I'm just happy those guys are out there. So thanks for that. So something's happening right now, and I think a lot of the reason why you're not hearing more about this is obviously because of what happened in Charlottesville. And also, I think, because it's happening in the preseason. But two more NFL players sat for the National Anthem, and it did not get the resistance that Colin Kaepernick did. And I'm interested in that because Colin Kaepernick is an average at best quarterback. I'm not knocking him. This isn't me trying to knock Colin Kaepernick. I'm just telling you what the, the facts are. I mean, he was just, I mean, he's okay. It's not like he's a bum, but he's not like, this isn't like Drew Brees or Tom Brady did something. It's like, he's not at that level. He's just not. But Marshawn Lynch, running back, used to be for the Seattle, but now for Oakland, Sat. Marshawn Lynch is going to be a huge part of Oakland's offense, meaning that's an impact player. Now, he says, oh, I've done this for 11 years, even though the video doesn't support that. The video shows him standing for the national anthem. He says he's done it forever. The video doesn't back that up. But they're now both choosing to sit. Now, if it were me, I would stand for the national anthem. That's me. And... For me, I would prefer that all athletes stood for the National Anthem. But what is what was happening when Kaepernick was sitting was, is, oh, racism's not even that big of a deal. This stuff doesn't even happen. What are you doing? And meanwhile, look what happened over this weekend. So if you're Michael Bennett from Seattle, damn good player himself, and you're Marshawn Lynch, I think they kind of have a hill to stand on now to go, well, this is why we're doing this. Right? But yet, um, nobody seems to care, and I don't understand why a backup quarterback, it stopped the league. We're still talking about Kaepernick, and yet this happens with two high-profile players, not a peep. If it took what happened in Virginia this weekend to make you realize that racism's still a real thing in America and a problem well, in America... Then you got bigger problems. That, yeah, that's on you. I that, would agree. That, that really is. I, I mean, agree. That's you choosing not to either believe something or choosing not to see something and either way that one's on you um i wonder if the fact that it is preseason has anything to do with it i think probably a little if it was like a nationally televised one o'clock sunday game and this was happening even though they wouldn't show it well remember though right because it was a photo of kaepernick two days later that did this in the preseason right i like he started it in the preseason. Season. We didn't notice until the like season. Yeah. But it was a still photo that caused all the stir. It wasn't like it happened live on TV. People took to Twitter and got mad about it. And so, yes, I think I know the preseason, and I think what happened in Charlottesville probably kind of swallowed this a little. Or people are just like, you know what? Kaepernick did it. The NFL's still standing. So what does it really matter? I don't know. But I, it seems weird to me that a guy that wasn't going to play anyway – 
caused all this stir about it, and Marshawn Lynch, who's probably going to rush for a thousand yards this season, does it. Nobody says anything. I mean, that is a strange Isn't line of like why. It's just weird. Why you were so outraged about that? Now, maybe as the day and the week kind of develops, and this story kind of gets a little bit more traction, because it probably was easy to brush aside for news organizations. Yeah, because like, nobody got ran over with a car right, like, by him doing it. Bro, right. we got bigger fish to fry yes, in the moment. That's true. Um, but I'm sure that's part of it. But you know, next week comes around the real kickoff of the NFL season comes around and there's not as many stories to go around and all of a sudden it's going to be like it's also if I'm going to be fair to it it it's also whether he started or not Kaepernick plays the right position in the NFL which is it's, yeah. a, it's a quarterback yeah. league so yeah. that's definitely going to be part of it um but you're right Marshawn Lynch in particular I mean Bennett's a good player as well but he's a star and like Marshawn's a star right like and everybody knows that dude so ready like, for the easy joke this is the closest he's come to making a public statement to the media ever hi because <laughs> get it because yeah. he doesn't talk to the media um I guess that, that's a good transition to kind of what I'm going to say here is one of the big things that happened in Virginia or one of the big things that was supposed to happen in Virginia is that all these dudes were going down to protest the removal of a Confederate statue in the name of free speech. They felt like free speech was being Im- 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 impeded on. Okay. They felt like free speech was being was being suffocated, was being stamped out. I would love to know how many of those dudes that went down there to Virginia to, in the name of free speech are going right. to stand by Marshawn Lynch in his free speech. Dude, this is this has been an age-old war in this country. Everybody likes free speech until it's like they hear something they don't like. And believe me, I'm a guy who makes public statements five days a week and have done so for 15 years. Trust me, I know where your guys' line on free speech is. The moment I say something you don't like, you don't want me to have my free speech anymore. And just a reminder, we're the show that always tells you. All free speech means is that the state can't gather you up and throw you and throw you in the cage for what you have said. Not that your boss can't fire you. Not that no ill will should fall upon you given what you have said. People misunderstand that a lot. Like, a lot. I just I, I do think that the quarterback position has something to do with it. Obviously, I think you know Colin Kaepernick plays the right position. I, it is interesting to point out that the NFLPA reached out to Colin Kaepernick's camp, offered to help him try to find a job, and they were denied. He said he didn't want their help. Now that to me screams like a guy who doesn't really want to play football and just wants to be doing what he's doing now, which is fine. Which is fine. If he, does, if, if he doesn't really want to play football and he would rather just be one of these new guys out here talking about what he's talking about now and doing that, I think, activist, yeah, I think it's probably better for, for his life than playing quarterback, right? Nobody gets CTE from doing what he's doing, so it's probably better for his life. But I need now the media to stop bitching about the fact that he doesn't have a job. He was offered help from the NFLPA and turned it down. It's now time to end the narrative that there's 32 owners getting together to make sure Colin Kaepernick doesn't play football. And I know everybody's thinking, well, we'll see, you know, when these guys sitting, we'll see where the ratings happen. That's what I'm reading on Twitter. We'll see what happens with the ratings this year. I'll tell you that the ratings this year in the preseason are up three and a half times what they were last year already in the preseason. We told you this last year. This did not affect the NFL rating. Donald Trump, Hillary Clinton, I think, probably did most of it. I am going to guess. I'm going to throw. I, I'm going to give you a live opinion, and if I end up wrong, I'll tell you. I'm willing to bet that the ratings this year for the NFL will be just fine, if not bigger than they've been recently. That's just my guess. I don't know that. But I know that the ratings for the preseason are already above what they were last year and the year before that. So I don't think Colin Kaepernick is, is, is affecting the ratings of the product as much as people would like to admit. 
or think, is what I should say. I just don't think so. Get ready for more of this. This is, I'm telling you, more and more guys are going to start following suit. And situations in like Charlottesville are going to, it's, they're kind of right. Right? They're, they're kind of right. Can't argue it anymore. You got live video of it rolling across your TV 24 hours a day now. More Stansbury Show right around the corner. Hang on. Rock 106.9. And welcome back to the Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Win your way out to Vegas for the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Your first keyboard happens at 8 a.m. on the program. 30 seconds to Mars. Chris Stapleton. Judah and the Lion. And Kesha. Which, by the way... I know I'm on a rock station, but like that whole Kesha thing, Dr. Luke, he was yeah. keeping her hostage. He won't let her make music. Nobody right. would do the thing. And now all of a sudden she's like out of that whole thing and there's like no like dust up about it. I think there was I think there was a court like ruling. We're we're gonna keep quiet what happened here? Yeah. Oh. I think so. Okay. You know what? I, f- I forgot that that could happen in the country where I live where, where we don't get to know what, what justice was figured out. You got to tell me everything. <laughs> I, dude, I need the Kesha story. And even if you're like, oh, Kesha sucks and I don't like country music, Chris Stapleton can suck at 30 Seconds of Mars. You're going have, to Vegas. Yeah, dude, they have legal weed there. And that's not a rapper. That is a thing that you can do is smoke dope. Well, not really. Buy dope. I mean, because Vegas' rule is you must be in a private residence to enjoy the the legal marijuana in which you purchased, which I'm willing to bet a, a lot of places that end up adopting legal marijuana laws, that's the way they're going to want to do it. And then what will happen is no, but because that's all right, it's okay. Because then what will happen is we'll have that for a year or two, and somebody will be like, "Well, wait a minute." Maybe what we should do, we can have bars where people can go and drink alcohol. Maybe we should have cannabis clubs, and that's going to happen, and then that will spawn business. This is all good. Everything's going to be fine. We're going to get it figured out. It's going to take us a little longer. We're going to have to drag some of America across the middle, but we'll, we'll make it. I've got it all figured out. You're allowed to do it. I doubt there it. There it is. There it <laughs> I doubt is. It. I, there it is. Figured out. I mean, he does sound like he's making sense right now, but... <laughs> I don't know if Matt Fantone, honestly, in wrestling t-shirts, tell him he's got it all figured out. I, I don't know. I don't know. Speaking of which, buddy, are you all excited? I don't know if you're going to go, but tomorrow night, Micro Championship Wrestling back at Buzzman. I uh, I am excited about Micro Championship Wrestling. I don't think I'm going to be able to make it out. Obviously, a school night. Stansberry show starts pretty early in yeah, the a.m., but uh, dude, Buzzman has a, uh, they've got a pretty impressive lineup when it comes to Micro Championship Wrestling. Yeah, I want to go. And I want to note, uh, September 2nd oh, at Buzzman, Ohio Championship Wrestling. That's Shut when up. it all goes down. I'm telling you right That's now. That's happening. That is happening. The back patio of Buzzman Art and Music Shop. Ohio Championship Wrestling. It's all going down. Your boy is very excited. I told you yesterday, me and Juice Jennings, we got beef with each other Jesus. now. I essentially cost him the OCW heavyweight title. Yesterday, there was a lot of smack talking going on. I'm not saying Fantone's... Currently costing me listeners. Nobody cares. <laughs> I'm not saying Fantone's stepping in the ring. But I don't know, man. Might have to do a little bit of work. Dude, I got to tell you, Mike's kind of doubling down on the wrestling thing over there, huh? This is like the third time Micro Championship Wrestling has been there. Now he's doing Ohio Championship Wrestling there. Mike likes wrestling. Oh, God. Big, big, shock, big shocker there. Dude in his mid-40s. Dude likes wrestling. All right, we got to rename Buzzbin. It's Hipsters and Hillbillies. <laughs> That's the new name of Buzzbin. Hipster and Hillbilly, like the patio. But I do believe, I just think that wrestling kind of is making a comeback. Like, I don't think it's ever going to be where it was you know, 15 there, years ago. There might might be a place, given the tension-filled world that we live in now, where a little staged violence and release of that kind of mentality in a safe manner could be, could there could be a marketplace for that right now. And like, I hate to, but like, WWE pretty smart about how they brand themselves. Like, back in the day, 
they wouldn't have been afraid to have like Hillbilly Jim carry a tiki torch next week. Oh no, like, no, 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 no. Yeah. They, sure. Like they would have done dude, when I was growing up, wrestling would have done that. Are are is Vince going to go that way or are they gonna go the other way here? They've they're not gonna go either way. They're gonna stay in the middle. That's kind of the, the, the intelligence there. I would think so. That's where the money is, is the middle. Now when 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 things come up, they'll do a little tip of the hat to it. Like if it's MLK Day and you know, they'll do a you know a, 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 a WWE in honor of. But they're not going to Yeah, you kinda have to do that. They're those. not going to like interrupt the program to be like Here's Yo, our politics. Right. Here's what we think about what happened in Virginia. They, they stay away from stuff like that. You know, because let's be honest, Vince and his wife were kind of deep in that camp, right? Very deep in that camp. She has, a, dude. Linda I mean, she's McMahon, in the cabinet, right? right? Has a position in Trump's cabinet. So yeah. They're very deep in that camp. I, so that's that's interesting. But I think you're right. I think given everything that's going on in the country right now, a little bit of like exhale that way with some staged violence, there probably is going to be a resurgence of that. I could see that. How depressing is that? <laughs> September 2nd at Buzzman, you could be a part of all of it. Ohio Championship Wrestling, right? OCW. Are you are you eventually I mean, uh, dude, like are you on the roster? Bro, no, I'm not a, I mean, I'm not on the roster. I mean, I'm an official part of the organization. Do you have the boots that go up to the knee? I do not, but Are I, you taking your prayers and saying your vitamins? I, I, I do not, but I uh I Cannabis a, is not a vitamin. I have a meeting with them later this week, so we'll see what happens. I'm just saying, man. If mean, I end up in a ring, <laughs> you're fired. Oh, dude, come on. Second at Buzzman. It's a Saturday night, too. Is it? It's a Saturday night. Yeah, you know what? I think September 2nd is, though. I, I don't know for sure, but I'm pretty sure it's the same night of the Alice Cooper show. Ah. And I've been invited by a very good listener of ours to go to the Alice Cooper show. It's a so, good show. Deep yeah. Purple, Edgar Winter. That's yeah. a good show. That's a, that, I mean, that's... Dude, yeah, you're getting triple bang there, classic rock style. Hmm, Alice Cooper and Deep Purple or Fantone and Juice Jennings? Which one will you be a part of? <laughs> Fastest answer on Jeopardy <laughs> ever. All right, so your Cavs, your Cleveland Cavaliers, their their schedule has come out, and LeBron James also has put out a tweet, obviously, over Charlottesville. We'll examine both those things. That will happen next on Rock 106.9. Show on Rock 106.9. Here it comes. Swung out and blasted. Deep left. Going. Come on over the monster. Into the seats. Another two-run bomb for Edwin Encarnacion. So he has had back-to-back two-run homers in the last two innings, and it's now 7-3 to three Indians. And welcome back to the Sandsbury Show, Rock 106.9. Man, picking up Edwin was a pretty good idea, right? I mean, it was like two weeks ago or something, three weeks ago maybe. He was in a little bit of a slump. Everybody was like, yeah, get rid of him. But turns out, nah, we might want to hold on to that guy. Um, you know, baseball has its challenges when it comes to sure. 2017. It just does. But we're also in the moment when it comes to sports that it's hard to remember. Baseball is a very streaky game. Oh, guys, yeah. guys will light it up for a while, then they'll fall apart for a while, and then they'll go right back to it. So, yeah, Edwin, uh, you got to do the Ed Wing. That's the whole thing, right? You got to do the Ed Wing. You do indeed. Yeah. Announced yesterday was the NBA schedule, Fantone, and your Cleveland Cavaliers, your 2017-2018 season, will start at home at the Q versus the Celtics. And the other big game of note, it always seems like Christmas Day is like the other day. People want to know like who's doing what. Yeah. And uh, Christmas Day, the Cavaliers will be on the road at Oracle Arena to face 
the defending champion Warriors. Exactly what you would expect. So, yeah, exactly. The NBA knows what they're doing. They know you're sitting around and you already open your presents and you want to watch LeBron James and Steph Curry go at it. And so that begs the question, are we going to see LeBron James and Steph Curry go at it? Um, you know, resting and sitting and as was the whole story covering the NBA. That was the entire story last year for the NBA regular season. There was only two stories. Russell Westbrook averaging the triple-double and the resting of stars, which I think the Russell story, not terrible for the NBA. I think that's probably actually probably good for the NBA. The other one, not so great. And I know Adam Silver has come out and said, well, we're going to do this. We're going to change this. Less back-to-backs and this and that. Are we going to see these guys rest at the pace they did last year, or did they maybe see it affect their brand, their rating, and that, and be like, you know what, maybe now we got to figure out when the national TV cameras are on, we should play. I um, I'm pretty confident that this year's NBA Finals was the most most watched NBA Finals since the last one Jordan was in. So I don't think that. A, a slip-off of ratings is necessarily what they're concerned about. Well, that is the finals, though, and people got what they wanted, which was like the two super teams going at it, but do they care? And maybe they don't. Do they care about the regular season rating I, all along? Not Christmas probably different than an average Well, people Tuesday, are going to watch it on Christmas no matter what. Right, anyway. different than an average Tuesday night in February. Um, but I would it, agree with that. But, it, but if anything, I, I would say you're probably going to see guys – and guys especially, meaning LeBron James in particularly, um, I think you'll see them resting more this year. Interesting. I mean, just based on the fact of of they know now, you know, and LeBron in particular knows now that, like, the end goal isn't the ratings. The end goal for them as a player, for them as a, as, as a team, the end goal isn't the ratings. The end goal isn't making the NBA fan happy. The end goal is with them winning the championship. So I, I, I said this since... The, well, they rested last year and he didn't do it. So to his naysayers are going to say, well, bro, you tried it and it didn't work. I mean, got closer than you got closer than any other team in the NBA. You know what I'm saying? So, like, if you're putting Again, yourself, his naysayers would say, yeah, but dude, you're the best player on the planet. It, you would have been that way anyway. Putting yourself in that situation is better than not being there, and and, okay. and 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 you can you can make the argument that is naysayers, but he obviously is not deterred by what other people think of him. I think he's very much made up his mind. This is the this is my priority is winning championships, and since this whole Kyrie Irving thing, can you admit that a little bit of his he just knows that he just wants to use his power, and that it's not all about resting and being ready. What do you mean? He just wants. To, uh, he likes to. He likes to use his power, being the most powerful player in the league, and and use it to influence. And he does kind of like to be the face of the player empowerment in the yeah, NBA, yeah, I mean, and that he likes to execute his power, and that he likes to kind of do this. And look, I'm going to sit because I want because I'm LeBron James. It's not all resting, is my point. Well, I mean. Do you say the same thing about Greg Popovich? Yeah, I would. I, I would think Popovich does use his power that way. I, and and it, it, that when Popovich was doing it, it was head games. Continues to do it. Yeah, it, it, it was head games with other teams so, is what I think. It, so that's competitive advantage, correct? Well, yeah. I mean, there's, are there going to be upsides and downsides to something you do? Yeah. I just think it... it, it they do got to be careful here because they're a powerful league, but they're not as powerful as the NFL is. And I think that they, if you were to ask the people running the NBA, would they like to be as powerful as the NFL? I think the answer is going to be yes. And I think getting your stars out there and playing as much as humanly possible can only help you get closer. I don't know if it'll get you all the way there, but it would help you get closer. But like I said, that's not his end game. No, that's not his end game. So, so like, you know, you're getting into, well, there's definitely a, a difference between what your business wants, what your 
your company wants and what you want. And I mean, I think we're prime examples of that. I think iHeartRadio probably has different goals in their mind than what the Stansberry show does. And right. those don't but, always run parallel. But what do we concern ourselves with at the end of the day? The goals of the company. Well, yes, but I mean, what position are we in? We're not in LeBron's position. Yeah, I mean, uh, fortunately for him, if one team was to get mad, another team's going to want him because of how great he is. Right. That's it. We don't live in a perfect and, world. And, 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 and here's the thing. When it comes to like him... Whether it's getting special treatment or or him, Tom Brady gets special treatment too. Him taking on the role of Tiger got special treatment too. Him taking the role of I, I'm trying to make it. You know, I'm trying to get players paid more. I'm trying to you know decrease back to backs and and all those different things. I mean, he's earned it. Like the guy truly has earned those things. So like I I I, I have a hard time arguing with it. I don't remember what the Cavaliers' regular season record was last year. I remember that they made it to the finals. I don't remember what it was in 2016. I remember that they won a championship. So I I, I, I understand why there's a little bit of like, well, just get out there and go play. But I honestly think LeBron will rest more than he has this year than he has any other year in the past. I think that, that he knows that whether it's the number one seed, the number two seed, or the number six seed, that he has the ability to carry a team to the NBA finals. And that's his priority. That's his, uh, that's where he's focused on. Isn't that that kind of I don't think he cares. Isn't that going to depend on where Kyrie Irving lands? I I mean, where do you if, if Kyrie I'm just going to offer this out. If Kyrie Irving ends up being a Boston Celtic, why would the Cavs trade him in the East? I I agree, but what if they do? But why would they? Well, if you're Dan Gilbert, Aren't you going, well, I know LeBron's out next year anyway, and so honestly, I kind of want to screw him over, and so maybe I will send Kyrie Irving somewhere. And that Because Dan Gilbert, honestly, at the end of the day, does he care about owning the Cavaliers? Probably not. Probably not. He, I, I, I think. So then, what's he spent all this money and like? Why has he gone over the tax line all these different times? And to why win the he, championship, and he thought he could do it again last year, but now I think he knows I can't do it again this year with this squad, and that's why we let David Griffin just walk so, out, and that's why we lowballed Chauncey Billups. So then, is he going to? Are they going to trade LeBron then? I don't. Well, he has a no trade clause, right? I mean, it's, you but, can't trade him. But with, but I mean, I'm sure LeBron. If, I mean, if if you could, I think Dan Gilbert would be looking at it right now. I, I, I I'm going to disagree there. I, I, I do not think. That oh, Oh, I don't know, dude. He's kind of handcuffed in that situation. He's got Dan Gilbert in a no-win situation. If you could trade LeBron and get a, a, a for get what? a bounty back, well, what? That's just it. What could you get? So, and I mean, but that's the thing is, like, you show me how that would make your team better. Oh, I'm not sure it does. I'm just saying, so, uh, dude, does Dan Gilbert want to do it because of the kind of person he is right now? I think maybe he does. I and, until I see evidence of that, until I see the Cavs f- floating Kyrie around on an East Coast contender, I'm not too concerned about that. I genuinely am not. The return you get from Kyrie will be more than enough for LeBron and Kevin Love and Tristan Thompson and J.R. Smith, the addition you get from them, to beat the East. I'm, I, 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 I genuinely believe that. I so think like, in, in most cases, I believe that's true. Barring something crazy, I think that that is true. So why am I, if, I, if I'm LeBron James, and I know that's the case, and I, I believe that's the case, and like, why would I put an emphasis on making sure I win that random Tuesday night game in February. I there is going to be 
You know, this is a saying, and it's a saying for a reason. I know it came from a movie, but it doesn't make it any less true. With great power comes great responsibility. And I think you do have a responsibility to your business partner, be it ESPN and TNT, to get your ass out there and play. You wanted a billion-dollar, you know, CBA deal from the TV network so you can make more money. Well, then you got to play to make the more money. It's as simple as that. Now, LeBron James did respond back to some of this stuff that's been going on in Charlottesville, and he had this to say via Twitter. It's sad what's going on in Charlottesville. Is this the is this the direction? our country is heading make america great again huh he said that he posted after that uh, obviously pointing to our uh, 45th president donald trump there who said you know that was his campaign slogan make america great again now i want to say that i think people are making this about donald trump more than it really is but when you look at the photos i mean people are dressed like him out there they're wearing the make again and make america great hat again in the, you know there so it's kind of hard to separate donald trump from this because i want to say what a lot of people are going to say is well barack obama didn't have to take responsibility for black lives matter the way people are expecting donald trump to take responsibility for this and that is sort of true that is a true statement do you feel like those are the same organizations are, are those comparable organizations? I think that the worst of both organizations are probably similar, more similar than, than a lot of people want to admit today. I feel like one group was created out of the, the need, or not the need, but like the, 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 yes, the desire. But where was it dragged? By, where was it dra- what, what, You can't be concerned with why it was created. You've got to be concerned with where it was dragged. And where it was dragged was turning multiple cities on fire. That's where it got dragged. I understand where it started and what it started from, and I agree with you. It probably came out of necessity. But where it got taken was is where it should never go. And I agree that the white nationalist thing is awful. I said yesterday, I'm proud to be white in America, but if anybody referred to me as a white nationalist, I would turn around and say, I don't know what that is, but I don't want to be it. Because it sounds like something I don't want to be a part of. Proud to be white in America... And, and I don't know if it's proud or maybe, a, a, for the lack of a better term, happy is what I guess I'll say. Right, and I just feel like it's just it, it's it's a weird line that we have now of like what is and is not acceptable. And I don't think LeBron was out of bounds at all to say what he said. Well, I don't think it's you know we're we're no longer can have the argument should players say this stuff? They've been saying it now for years. And welcome to Twitter. This is the way it's going. We're not going back. So I don't think he's but, out of bounds. I knew he was going to say something. He can't not say anything. Decades and the, have been, players have been saying something. the the. Thing Thing about what I'll say about LeBron is at least this guy, and this is going to sound like homerism, but at least LeBron does actually really care about his community and puts his money where his mouth is. A lot of these other guys on Twitter, these players, they're doing it because it's easy retweets and it's easy for their brand and they just want to look on message, but I don't think that's true of LeBron. I think LeBron does legitimately care about these issues, but I do think it's weird. Like People are expecting our current president to take ownership of this in a way that the past leadership didn't. We've been having these arguments and this unrest over Confederate statues in this country for years, since before Barack Obama was president. And we did not, in my memory at least, expect the president to take ownership over idiots. Which way should it be? Should you take ownership of that? I should not have to take the ownership of what listeners do after hearing me say something on the radio. It's not my job to make sure the rest of uh, that. But if somebody's going out there and saying like, yo, I represent the Stansberry show. And, and, and Would I denounce it? Right. Yes. So and he has. He did denounce it. Now, he took his time doing it. And so if you want to knock him for that, then that is a legitimate knock. It should not take you three days to come out and say that what's happening there shouldn't happen. It should not take you that long. Not when he responds back to critics on him with his TV ratings inside of 15 minutes via Twitter. He tweets 
about everything else. So if you want to knock him for that, I, I agree. There was a little bit of a hesitation, and he waited. And for given his history and what people say about him, that was a bad look. But I, I, I'm not necessarily sure that everything we're seeing happen right now is directly related to him, nor does he have to accept the blame of it the way a lot of people are making it sound. I don't believe that. It doesn't. I don't think we can go all the way there with that because that's not the standard we've thrust on presidents who came before him. Which way should it be, though? Should those presidents have to? I mean, shouldn't the president? That's where the buck stops, and that's where no, so the buck a, doesn't stop there. So if Obama, if Obama should have stepped up in that moment, shouldn't Trump have have as well? But he did. He has denounced it. Now he did kind of have to be told to do it, and it does look a little tone deaf. Yeah, but I mean, he did it. So arguing about what's the right way to do it or not, it, it's insignificant. It doesn't when matter. You don't mean it though when it was a forced apology. When it, all, then, all the presidents kind of do these forced things. You think that when a pipe bomb goes off in a school, like the president from 35 years ago really cares, or does he just know he has to go out there and do the thing? At the end of the day, he's hearing the news going, oh my god, I wish I didn't have to go out there and say this. That's what they're all thinking about every world thing that happens. It's insignificant about which way or this or that. It's th- This is what's happening, and we're expecting him to take ownership in a way that no other president had to, and it's because we have everybody's opinion via social media. The world is changing. And I'm telling you, the more and more this stuff kind of happened, the less qualified candidates are actually going to start applying for these jobs because look at what comes with it now. We got more Sansbury Show for you. It's heading your way next on Rock 106. Rock 106.9. And welcome back to the Sansbury Show. We're on Rock 106.9. We'll send you out to Vegas for the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Your first keyword happens 8 a.m. this morning. You want to check out Coldplay, The Weekend, Chris Stapleton? Stick around, 8 o'clock. Yeah. Keyword, you text it in, off to Vegas you go. Trip for two. It's good stuff. Dude. Yeah, it is. I, I, I actually looked online yesterday because I'm starting to think about Christmas. Okay. And uh, my mom has asked that I come to Las Vegas for Christmas. So I started looking at flights. It was like $1,100, even to book this far out. Jeez. Yeah, that's why I was like, I don't know if I'm spending that. You, uh, you might have to take a Greyhound out there, Sansbury. <laughs> you might have, to, uh, might have to take the bus. Uh, I think we might Skype Christmas. I think that, oh, okay. <laughs> that, might, be, that, that might be the way that goes. I uh, yeah I, I don't I can't spend that to go. No, that's a lot of money, and I'm surprised. I really am. I mean, maybe you're a little too far out. You know what I'm saying? Maybe you wait a little bit. That's what somebody else said to me. But isn't this like they know? No matter how far I'm booking out, they know you want to fly at Christmas. So the flights are always going to be what they're going to be at Christmas because they know everybody wants to fly at Christmas. I, I, I 100% understand that you know aviation is a hard thing to do. That you know planes are not cheap. But, dude, the hosing the American public takes every time we decide to take a flight. I don't know. See, people record say... Record profits. Yeah, but see, people say that. But, dude, again, record profits. But I go from Cleveland or Canton to Vegas in under five hours. That's not worth $1,000. What's it going to cost you in gas money? Well, I mean, yes. If you get up a Greyhound, if you, you're, you're going to incur some costs Oh, there. dude, what's it costing B.O. if I'm going that route? <laughs> Are you kidding me? Then the $1,000 is well worth it. Oh, but I'm sure the, the friendly sky... Guys, there's going to be nobody on that Four plane. Four hours of BO versus three days, though. You know what I mean? Like, there are things that are worth the money. And again, I'm a guy. I don't think profits are bad. I want to make as much. Bad. I want to make as much money as humanly possible. And so, I, therefore, dude, United and everybody else, let them make as much money as they can. That's America. You're supposed to be able to start a business and make as much money as humanly possible. Over the last five years, profits and and people getting bonuses became evil. I'm not saying that it's evil uh, by no stretch of the imagination. All I'm saying is that we continue to feed that beast. We continue to do it. And until like we decide, like, hey, 
there needs to be a change. We're going to continue to get hosed over on airline prices time and time They're again. They're probably a little high. They are. They're probably a little high. But, you know, again, they pick you up in one place, they take you another place, and you're there in hours versus days. I don't know. That's, that's still worth money to me on some level. I have a list here of, uh, of, of, well, women complaining about the weird things men have done during sex. Oof. Yeah. It's probably a terrible list. And I have a personal story from a female bartender friend of mine that I'll tell you, and I won't tell you what her name is, but I'll okay. give you hers last because it, it, I think it tops all the rest of these. Okay. But uh, Alicia, 28, says, um, I had a dirty dog, meaning he modified a dog shot collar so it would rest on his taint. And he, <laughs> and he asked me, well, dude, we've been talking about race relations all day, and your boy needed some taint in his okay. life. So, right. so the, it, it was resting there, and he, he was asking Alicia to shock him during sex. She said no. And then during the sex, apparently he started going at her a little bit with more fury. It turns out he had put it on anyway and was shocking himself with it and wasn't requiring her to do it. Um, Shocking, like shocking somebody. I mean, I've definitely heard of that fetish before, so it's not like a new thing. Um, But you really need to have a relationship with somebody that you trust before you That's decide. not a one night stand. Right. Like, hey, you just need you to You have to care about me, me to right. make sure you're not just like on the button. Exactly. Jesus, dude. Yeesh. Exactly. I would agree. On the taint? God. Caroline, 29, said she had the eagle eye, a guy who would roll his eyes in the back of his head. She says, think Bone Thugs and Harmony classic Crossroads video. She says, this is the weirdest thing I ever had to look up to, so I kept my eyes closed because the sex itself was so good. But he was crossing his eyes like the Crossroads video. I guess I don't remember that. Oh, dude, you don't remember? It was when... They have the milk eye. Yeah, like, like and he's like, and I miss my Uncle Charles. Yeah, when he shouldn't be gone in front of us. I'm gonna know that. And then, you know, like... There was the, probably a word you're not allowed to say in the middle of that. And then the death came up and, like, put his fingers on his head. And Uncle Charles leaned back. Hilarious, dude. Easy was in the background. <laughs> dude, that is great video. Yeah, that, that was a great video. Uh, this one I don't believe. Lizzie twenty two says a boy uh, was using his um, hands on me, and he had eaten wings before and had not washed his hands properly, and so she f- said she got a burning sensation. That one I don't believe. Why For not? some reason, I don't buy that. I, I feel like that's somebody that wanted to be mentioned in an article. I guess it could. I mean, obviously, yeah, it could I mean, happen. It's a very plausible s- scenario to me. I just uh, more than the taint shocker. I, I just don't. Uh, um, I just don't buy it. Uh, I also am suspicious about this one from Rhea, 22. These are um, the worst things men have done in bed with them. One time a guy said, are you feeling it now, Mr. Krabs? Like the quote from SpongeBob. I don't know SpongeBob well enough, but I know um, I know a lot of people do. Maybe that was trying to make her laugh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I guess maybe. Yeah. I, yeah, I wouldn't have thought about that, but yeah, I guess maybe. Um, this one is a little weird. Weirder than the taint shocker? I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, what is it? Leah 27 says, I once started hooking up with a guy and he reached into his nightstand. Yeah. So I just figured he was grabbing condoms. Okay. But he pulled out a DIY do-it-yourself catheter kit. Ooh. She says, that turned him on. Needless to say, I bounced ASAP. Yeah. What? <sighs> what would you want with... Different strokes, different folks. I mean, I'm sure there's people out there with like that fetish. 
But once again, like that isn't something you just pull out of the of the drawer and expect somebody to be down with. Yeah, I'm gonna have to bang somebody like 50 times before I'm like, yo, jam this catheter <laughs> yeah. in me. I mean, 50 times minimum. Dude, every time I go to like the hospital or anything, I'm worried. I'm like, please don't do that to me. The uh, let me see here. Katie, 22, says she had the milkman. My boyfriend stopped in the <laughs> middle of sex once and tried to milk my boobs. What? Apparently, he worked on a dairy farm. What up, T County? And uh, he started making a weird milking motion and weird sounds, so I laughed. And I was like, what the hell is happening? I'm not a cow. He felt differently, Katie. That's weird. That is weird. That is weird. Once again, that was probably him thinking like, oh, she's going to think this is funny. This is hilarious. Although, dude, he worked on a dairy farm, so maybe not. Maybe it's just like... That's what he's into. Strange. Yeah, but dude, I don't like I don't rub girls over their panties with a microphone at my house. Like I don't I don't do although maybe, I was gonna say. That's good. Maybe now I might. I never thought about it before, but maybe now I might, but that is really weird. So I'll tell you this story about a girl that I used to work with. And uh, we were we were uh, bartending together at a place called the Foundry. And she was having she was like one of these girls that would date musicians constantly. And so she like ended up hooking up with this guy who was like from LA. And he had come in from Los Angeles to like hang out with her for like a week or whatever. And so they had like sex in her apartment. And apparently every time after he would finish he would howl like a werewolf. What? And she thought it was really weird. But she was like, you know, I like the guy and sex is good. So, like, what? I'm willing to tolerate some weirdness. So, like, so then, like, two weeks goes by. He goes back to Los Angeles, right? And he then calls her and says, hey, I kind of miss you. Why don't you come out? So my friend goes, all right, you know what? I'm going to fly to L.A. It's L.A. anyway. I'll go to Los yeah. Angeles. I'll see you for a couple of days, whatever. So she goes out to Los Angeles, has sex with him in her hotel. He does it again, right? So then howls like a wolf as soon as, oh. as, soon as he's done. Yeah. Gives her the Teen Wolf as soon as he's done there. What? And then, like, three days later, they're, she, they go to, like, the Wax Museum and do some L.A. stuff or whatever. And then they go back to his apartment, and they go into his bedroom to have sex, and everything's wolves. He really? has, like, he's got wolf blacklight posters. Wow. His, like, his, like, uh, wow. his bidet cover on his bed was, like, nice words, Hansberry. Uh, he, uh, it, dude, that was all filled with wolves. Like, he was one of those. Like, it was wolf everything, and he howled like a wolf after finishing having sex. Strange, dude. That's really strange. That is really odd. I've never done that. Never, dude. I'll laugh after sex. What? I was going to say, do you have a weird thing? I mean, like, I will. Like, especially, You'll giggle? Especially if it's, like, a big orgasm. Like, if I haven't orgasmed in two, three days, and then it's like, you know, we have sex, I'll, like, I can't help it. Like, I'll just start laughing after, like, immediately after. And I've had to, That had to be awkward in your life at some point. I've had, I've had to, like, tell girls before, like, hey, I'm not laughing at you. I'm not, like, this isn't, like, it's just what I do. It's not all the time. Like I said, it I was going to say, I feel bad for the girl that couldn't make you giggle. It has to be, like, a big, a big, you know, celebration there. But that's fundamentally different than how... Yeah. <laughs> like it got what? That was really what? weird. I don't really do anything weird. I have weird things that happen to me. Like occasionally, again, like if it's a if it's been a few days longer recently, and uh, and you go into that, occasionally I'll get my sense of hearing in my left ear will will not be as good. Like it, it, it like reduces by half. Like I I sort of lose 
the hearing in one of my ears over a really good orgasm. You can't have checked out, like. Uh, not by anybody. I mean, in somebody in a nurse's uniform, but I don't think she got the degree. I don't. I don't buy. I don't buy her her medical license. Not one bit. All right, I'm a dog lover, and I got bad news for some other dog lovers in Canton, Ohio. We're uh, somebody's out to ruin our fun. I'll explain next on Rock 106.9. Please relax. This will be painless. The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Hey guys, you got Stansberry here. There are very few things in life more frustrating than when you take great care of your car and some idiot in traffic smashes all into it. If you've been in a collision, whether it be big or small, North Canton Collision is who you call. North Canton Collision is an insurance claim specialist. They repair every make and every model. North Canton Collision also is 106.9. And welcome back to the Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9 online at WRQK.com. 8 o'clock, we'll send you out to Vegas for the iHeartRadio Music Festival. It happens shortly. I'm on record. I'm a huge dog lover. Um, one of the reasons why I'm thinking about moving out of where I live currently is that I'm not a, permitted to have a dog where I live, and I would really like to get one. So I'm on record. I love dogs. And uh, this news kind of bummed me out. That apparently the Gervasi Vineyard has canceled a pair of events that permitted people to bring their pups to the patio. The Vineyard announced via its Facebook page that Pups on the Piazza and Pups on the Patio events have been canceled indefinitely. Apparently, according to their GM, a public complaint was filed and the Canton City Health Department ordered all events allowing dogs on Vineyard's patios to end. They say here that they're disappointed and surprised to learn that this popular experience and common practice around the state must end at our venues. And I would agree, this stuff happens all over the place now. Now, I understand that if you're a consumer that maybe while you're eating at a table, you don't want somebody else's dog next to you. I could totally get that. As a dog person, I could totally get it. But I felt like there was a way to maybe meet in the middle here. Um, I don't know if you've ever been uh, out to the piazza at Gervasi, but you should. It's awesome. But the patio is fantastic there, and there's a huge grass field. So I don't know why you don't maybe just put up some temporary fencing type thing. And just create like a little dog park. And then that way the, the, the people who have their dogs there, you kind of take them out of the park, let them do their thing. And you still, you know, have your glass of wine or whatever. Doesn't that kind of defeat the purpose of like being able to have your dog with you throughout the dining experience? It, it may a little, but I would say that giving me a little bit of what I want versus none of it, I would take. It really, I think what this boils down to is like you should just be able to file for like a special like 24 hour permit. And like I understand why dogs in restaurants, I'm sorry, you should not be able to bring your dog into yeah, a restaurant. I think my, my opinion would change if this was actually inside their restaurant, but on the patio, I don't know why I do, but I have a different view. Uh, you're still in a dining environment. And I understand why you don't want animals in your dining environment. Um, but it shouldn't be, I mean, it shouldn't be that much of a stretch where like, you know, you can get like a 24 hour liquor license sure. if you have like a special event somewhere. Yeah, we do it for do downtown that. all the time. Right. So like you should be able to have a 24 hour or, you know, whatever permit for this where it's like, Hey, we're going to have to have the, the health inspector to come out and make sure that, you know, I mean, progressive field does this and they serve food. I mean, and I'm, I don't know if they do something to legally kind of they, like button, well, obviously, up there. yeah. I mean, because it gets done and nobody does it. As long as that's available to you, as long as that's like, then that's all you should have to do. I, 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 I I'm not against a, a business allowing dogs to come in if if that's their thing, but you can't. 
I can't blame the state and I can't blame for the health department for not wanting dogs in restaurants. No, I, I do understand that there is cause for concern there. I do totally get that. But I'm with you. I I, um, I wish we could find a way to make this happen. I, I like uh, meeting other people's dogs. I like petting other people's dogs. I saw people saying yesterday, well, just say it's your service animal. And it's like, well, guys. You're no, you got to go through a whole thing to do that. I, dude, you can just walk up into a place and say that's your service animal. Legally, they're not allowed to ask you for proof of that. Really? You, you, yes. Doesn't your dog have to have a special jacket on it, though? Not, not if it's like an emotional support animal. If it's like a canine, if it's like a, if you're like blind, then yeah, your dog's gonna have that. But if you have an emotional support animal, oh, see, you're not allowed to. You're not. I'm not allowed to be like, well, prove that that's your, 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 you know. See, I own my business in Oregon, not Ohio. But like when I was there, you, I could not turn away service animals, obviously. Right. But it, they were required, no matter what, emotional or not, they were required to have a safety jacket on the dog, a, a specific color, so people knew. And it, I believe, don't quote me here, but I believe if I remember correctly, this is like five years ago, that the dog must also be leashed and you must be holding it. Should I be able to bring my cats to a place? Should I be able to bring, you know, people have plenty of crazy pets? Well, when you're talking about emotional st- stability animals and that kind of thing, like that's going to open the floodgates on that. Wait, if I, I, can I bring ducks? The, the thing is, is that... You can train a dog and cannot train a cat. So I, I, I but not all those dogs are trained, right? I know I'm splitting hairs, but that's where that's where people are going to stand on that hill. Um, I mean, I don't hate cats the way a lot of dog lovers do, but I understand that you could not get a cat to stand still where I can get a dog to do that. These are my pet ducks. Can I bring them? <sighs> See, I want to say no, but I want the dogs there. Right. So how do I do it? Right. I, mean, I want to say no, but I want the dogs there. So I don't know how I do that. Is there any breed restriction? Can I bring any kind of dog that I want? I, well, that- again, I tell you not to be worried about breeds, and I tell you that the media hypes up the breed and all that. Meanwhile, by the way, a German Shepherd ripped a guy to part the other day. Killed a guy. Ripped him apart. Killed him. Nothing. Media silent because it wasn't a pit bull. Win your trip out to Las Vegas for the iHeartRadio Music Festival. That's next on Rock 106.9. Please relax. This will be painless. The Stansberry Show on Rock 106.9. Hey, guys, you got Stansberry here for Truebridge. If you're out to earn your health insurance license for free, dial pound 250 right now and enter the keyword Truebridge and register today. Qualified applicants will begin their classes on Monday the 14th. I can tell you this. If you're in the new Philly area, they need tons of help out there. So if you're looking to earn your health insurance license for free, dial pound 250, keyword Truebridge, and register today. Like I said, qualified applicants will start their classes on the 14th on rock 106.9 and welcome back to the Sandsbury show rock 106.9 somebody's going out to las vegas just send uh just send somebody out there for the iHeartRadio music festival your next opportunity happens at nine o'clock we'll give you the next keyword also at nine o'clock is new tour tuesday you're getting new pink new brandon lay and new seether all part of that normally i like seether i hope uh, i hope that track holds up I normally like that stuff. Saw this yesterday out of Canton, Ohio, where a former Canton City School swim coach had been accused of sexual assault on a former student, and Samuel Seipel, 57, pleaded guilty Monday to unlawful sexual conduct with a minor. Obviously, the former McKinley High School coach was charged after an eight-month investigation by Stark County Sheriff's Office. The investigation revealed evidence and that suggested that the former student was not his first victim. 
according to the Canton Repository, as part of the plea deal, Seipel, on Monday, admitted to engaging in sexual acts multiple times between May of 2014 and November of the following year, 2015, with a girl who was 16 at the time. Where were these teachers when I was in school? Nobody's saying that today. Seipel, who was hired at the school in 1994, was sentenced to 180 days in jail, but the judge has suspended all but two days? I don't understand that. The Canton Repository reports the judge hoped that the two days in jail would help the Jackson Township resident understand what it's like to be a criminal because that's what he has become. Well, then why isn't he going to where the the criminals go? Right. 48 hours in jail doesn't, I mean, don't get me wrong. I don't want to spend it. Right. Ever seen scared straight? Some of those kids do get scared straight. A lot of them end up right back in jail because that didn't do it. Two days? I'm sorry, that's not enough. That's not okay. I don't know what is enough, but I know two doesn't cover it. I mean, I don't think 180 days is enough. Probably but, not. No, it's probably not. Two days. I, I would love to know the reasoning behind that. I would love to know the... Well, she kind of gave you what her reasoning was, but that's not good enough. More so than why did he get two days? Why did you suspend 178 days? Right. That's the confusing part. It's like, well, what's the justification for that? I don't need a reason why this guy's going to jail for 48 hours. I know what that reason is. Is I want to know why he's not there longer. Right, right. I would agree. I would absolutely agree with that. In court Monday, the victim herself said she doesn't want to live in her body anymore after the abuse, which is obviously an understandable way to feel. She says, I feel so uh, foul and vile. I feel so ugly and disgusting because no matter how many times I shower, my skin was still touched by him. Sad. That dude, that's, that's, that's terrible. It's, it's, it's very descriptive and um, it, it just, it drives home the point of what happens in these cases. Yeah. I mean, anybody who's been a victim of sexual abuse, I'm sure can at least on some level relate to that. And I'm sure anybody who's been a victim of that knows the very long-term effects that feelings like that and how that's going oh, yeah. to negatively impact her for the rest of her life. Oh, she's in for a long road. Trust me, as a guy who's kind of speaking from experience here, she's in for a very long road. She also said she once blamed herself for what he did to her, and that's true of all of us. We kind of blame ourselves. Well, I must have put myself in this situation. What did I do? Do I attract this kind of behavior from other people? You do that to yourself. If I got carjacked, I would never blame myself. If some dude came up and mugged me, I'm not blaming myself, but when it comes to sexual uh, there's, assault... There's never going to be the, well, what was I doing out there? Well, I mean, like, I guess if you're... Not pretty, in the same way, though. Right. I understand. If, if, I shouldn't be nitpicking what you're saying because the, 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 you don't do it at the same rate as this. If you you're don't. Put, yeah, if you're putting yourself you in a don't. bad situation, but I, I, I would never, I would never think to myself in any other crime, like man, oh man, I deserve I did this, that right. one. Like, but sexual assault, you this do. happens. I mean, it, it's it, it's oh. like nine, I, I don't. I'm just gonna throw a number out there. Don't hold me to this number, but it feels like it's like 90 percent of victims feel that way. I know I felt that way. She says here, I questioned myself in the beginning if this was my fault. Eventually, I realized that I was brainwashed and held captive by his egotistical, manipulative, and vindictive personality. I now have seen that I was clearly taken advantage of mentally, physically, and emotionally, and that's absolutely what happened. Good for her. That's absolutely what happened, and I got to tell you, yeah, she sounds like she is uh, honestly pretty well together given her age and what's happened here, because she was 16 at the time, which makes her no older than 19 now. I'm, I mean, and I, 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 I hope that she has this insight and has this, you know, 
know this perspective based on she's getting help and hopefully like spending some time on a couch has kind of given her like the ability oh, to I would see. imagine the school has her seeing people by now I would imagine the Canton City School District released this statement to News Channel 5 on Monday on Friday August the 11th 2017 Sam Seipel submitted his resignation and the district has accepted it the criminal offense associated with Monday's plea deal is unacceptable and inconsistent with our standards of behavior the safety and security of our students will always remain our most important priority. We will begin looking for a high quality swimming and diving coach immediately. There was a story and we're going to cover this tomorrow more in depth, but there was a story I had scheduled for the rundown and I bumped it for this one. But the story that was supposed to be here was there's a school district in Ohio that's arming their teachers. And I'll again, we'll get into this more tomorrow, but I will tell you what my point is. I'll pull it back and screw the T's. I'll just tell you what my point is, is that I think that that's one of those theory, the things that works in theory, but in application, I'm not sure I love it. I can't even trust these people not to sleep with my kids. Right. I'm going to trust them not to shoot them. I don't know if that's where, where we're ready to go yet. Um, a story coming out of Canton, Ohio, once again, and involving a swim coach and having sex with students. Jeez, there's more of this? Yeah, last Friday in Stark County um, Common Court, please, or Common Police Court, I'm sorry, um, Hoover High School swim coach Matthew Johnson pleaded not guilty to sexual battery um, for the students that he was coaching in in, in Hoover. So this Jeez. is two, two stories in one week involving swim coaches having sex with their students. It's terrible, dude. That's it's terrible. Well, it's too, he, too too many. He, here's the thing: is like, I I know, and we're sitting here like as students are going back, back to, to school, school, right? I know you have this assumption that school is and, and teachers are trustworthy and a safe place where that your student can go and like, but uh, yeah. that certainly I wouldn't is go not with that case. now. And like to 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 make this assumption that like, and let's be real, coaches. Teachers, you know, stu- or school administrators, they spend more time with your kids than you do. I mean, truthfully, those kids are at school uh, for seven hours a day. If you're in sport, the coaches definitely can. I don't know if your English teacher does, but yeah, if you're in sport, you're, you're a coach definitely can. I mean, I mean, h- how often does a parent or how long does a parent have with their kid every day? An hour, hour and Couple a half? Couple hours. Right. Here's well, dinner. After, after you get Do home, your homework. Right. And, and, and go to your room and blah, 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 blah. So these people have a real impact on young people impressionable young people and that's why i always have a problem with you know females or female teachers who are sleeping with their male students so many people are like oh dude it's so hot but it's like they are exploiting young people because they don't know better like and i'm not saying that there's not guys out the young there. people you mean yes and that there's not guys out there or even girls out there who have fantasies about their teachers or yeah I, about sleeping I, with them. I understand that 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 the argument is made that boys are ready or some girls are ready and they're sexualized early I, I, I would say, well, if they're sexualized earlier, that's probably because they were abused once before, and that's what makes you sexualized earlier in, in your life. And I would also say that maybe the kid did, maybe, and I'm not saying this girl in this particular case. No. Have there been cases where a teacher slept with a student because the student was was after the teacher? Yes. But it's still the adult's job to remain the adult. It's not on the child to make adult decisions. It's on you being over the age of 18 and being put in a position of power to understand that even if you're being chased, that you can't give into that. See, because you're the grown-up. I'm not looking for the sophomore to be the grown-up because they're the sophomore. Everybody has to remain who they are. The kid remains the kid. You remain the adult. 
I don't know. I mean, in schools, I'm sure I have a better perspective on this, and people who are educating educators probably have a better perspective on this. But, dude, America really does need to wrap its arm around this just because whether this was or was not happening as much 30 years ago, it is just a constant I think story. It was. Well, I mean, but it, it, now, yes. now we know it's a story. Right. Now we know that this is a problem. And it's just, I mean, it seems every month, it, it, at one point, once upon a time, it was like, oh, dude, you know, the Hot for Teacher story. You guys could play the Van Halen and talk about it on the it happens so frequently now. It's not even it's not tawdry. Even story. It's not even like it's right. not even a big deal anymore. It won't. It won't even make you turn the volume up on your TV when you hear it. That's crazy. Remember, school shootings kind of got like that for a while, where it was like, "There's so many of these," where it's like, "How do you even keep up with them all?" Sad times, man. It really is. But um, it turns out, I want to say, well, a criminal's going where he should go, but he's going for a whopping 48 hours. I, as a guy who doesn't like protests, and and I, I really don't. You're not in the street over that. I can't for the life of me figure out where we where we draw this line. I can't figure that out. More Sandsbury Show right around the corner. Hang on. Please relax. This will be painless. The Stansbury Show on Rock 106.9. Hey, guys, you got Stansbury here. One of the best things I've done in the last six months was upgrade my vehicle. There's nothing worse than when you're driving to work, praying, fingers crossed, that your car makes it the whole way there. If you're in that situation currently, I have great news for you. The Wakeham Auto Family has put a large selection of their pre-owned inventory on sale for you. They have a 2015 Dodge Dart at under $10,000. That Dodge Dart, like I said, is under $10,000, and it only has 48,000 miles. It also has Bluetooth, alloy wheels, and a 2.4-liter engine, meaning you're getting 33 highway miles per gallon. That 2015 Dodge Dart looks sharp in the black paint, and it has only had one owner with a clean history. You can check that out at Wakeham Dodge. 106.9. And welcome back to the Sandsbury Show, Rock 106.9. We have a pair of Green Day tickets. We'll pass those out nearing the end of New Tour Tuesday, which is coming up at 9 o'clock. You're getting new Pink, new Brandon Lay, new Seether, all part of that. Also, 9 a.m. is when we'll send you back out to Las Vegas for the iHeartRadio Music Festival. Noah Cyrus, Judah and the Lion, Kesha, Kelsey Ballerini, Halsey, DJ Khaled, slew of others. Rock 106.9 listeners are what? Who? What? Yeah, well, I, I guess Stone Sour was busy. <laughs> I, uh, you know, Dave Grohl couldn't be bothered to do it. Nikki Six got things going on. Okay. You know, like, I don't know. I'm sure they've done it because we've done a million iHeartRadio music festivals, but where are the Red Hot Chili Peppers? Um, How about Green Day? I don't know. I don't know if I've ever heard any of them. I'm sure they have. I, they oh, had to have done it. By, I mean, dude, we've done 65 of these. Yeah. We've done 65 once-in-a-lifetime experiences. So, like, I'm sure some, at some point Green Day or Red Hot Chili Peppers played it, I would imagine. Free trip to Vegas. I don't know if our boss is going this year. I don't think he gets to go. I Why? asked him the other day. I was like, hey, oh, dude, do you get to go this year? And he was like, I don't want to talk about it. So I was, I, uh, I think, I, dude, I think the company put the kibosh on him going. Maybe, just maybe, the boss man's tickets say Dan Stansberry on No. No? No. Uh, Come on. Are I, you kidding me? I do something maybe. nice for me? Maybe. Would never happen. Okay. Would never happen. We just yesterday got him to stop stepping on my throat while I'm speaking live into the microphone. I don't think we move into him helping us today. I don't buy that. So yesterday, something really interesting happened. All right. Okay? I, um, I got a text message from a woman I know, and she was like, take a look at this. And she sent me this, this message that says, she goes, I just showed this to my boss, and he made me show him how to turn this function on his phone on. 
Okay. And it's a post that she showed him from the internet that said, someone just airdropped a D-pick to my phone while I'm driving on the freeway. Well done, sir. Whoever you are, you are a pioneer and a hero to many men. And then two minutes later, two minutes later, you sent me an email about guys airdropping D-pics onto phones on subways. And I was like, and so I sent her, I sent her that article. I was like, look at this. I was like, you both just sent me something about this within the matter of minutes of one another. And so I then realized sitting on the couch, I don't really know what airdropping is. Like, I don't know what it is. It's one of those terms you've heard, but you're just like, yeah, I don't know. You're not along when people are talking about it. Yeah, Yeah, sure. Yeah. Airdropping. So Apparently, AirDrop is a feature that lets Macs and iOS devices like iPhones share files without, you know, over the internet via Bluetooth, essentially. Okay. With a minimum of fuss, they say. Okay. They say it's extremely cool and useful, but it's one of those features most people don't know about, not because it's hard to use, they say it's not at all, but because most people don't think to look for it. So it works like this, apparently. AirDrop uses Bluetooth, and it creates a peer-to-peer Wi-Fi network between two devices. Each device, then, Fantone, will create a firewall around the connection, and then files that are sent encrypted are actually safer than, they say, transferring via email. And sometimes sending big files via email or text message data or any other, kind of stuff, right? dude. It, well, it's data and it's, it's it, it takes forever. It's inconvenient. Yeah. So, like, if this is a better way it's to like, do boop. that, I don't think most people are dealing with large files on a regular basis. But I understand why there would be a need for something like this. They say AirDrop will automatically detect nearby supported devices, and then then the devices only need to be close enough to establish a good Wi-Fi connection between okay. the two of them, making it possible to share files across several rooms. Okay. They say one advantage to AirDrop is the use of Wi-Fi to make the connection. Some apps provide a similar file sharing compatibility using Bluetooth, and some Android devices even use a combination of near-field communications, NFC, and Bluetooth to share the files. Okay. But both Bluetooth and NFC are relatively slow compared to Wi-Fi, which makes sharing files much easier. So essentially, this is a new technology, and like Fantone says, give, a, give human beings a, a new piece of technology. Sooner or later, somebody's going to try to figure out how to bang it. Yeah, I'm going to shove my D in it, man. Jesus, dude. Oh, God, I want to take a shower now. But there's a new iPhone craze, apparently, on the subways. In New York, women have, are discovering that creepy dudes are now using iPhone AirDrop to send them photos of their privates while on the same train. Because, again, you're in close proximity to one another. Since more users are on the subway and carrying an advanced iPhone and awareness of the AirDrop app has increased, local people who are using these subways have started noticing a troubling trend. Apparently, this started in London, and we're just now catching up. And apparently, it starts like this. iPhone 1 would like to share a note with you. And she uh, then this woman on the subway hits accept and then was horrified by what she saw because it was a picture of this dude's D. So then I if I'm reading this properly, then I do have to accept said message. Yes. And it, that, Which you, aren't that, you always going to do just out of pure curiosity? I, I don't see how not. Especially right? if you weren't expecting it. And it's just right. Like, what, like, what, what is, is this? this? I want to know what this is. And so I think that and I think the sender obviously probably knows that. And so the senders then on the same train, they watch you open it, and they're going to get off on your reaction of seeing it. I, I, I guess I just don't understand that. And I know there's probably some people out there that have 
some sort of weird like exhibitionist you know fetish in them where it's like oh my gosh this chick's looking at a picture of my d that gets me excited but i don't think most people have that so like dudes that are out there just sending unsolicited i mean without even having their phone number just sending unwarranted you know unrequested d pics like what are you getting out of that like I, I don't understand that. At least if it's a chick that I know that, like, hey, she gave me her number, maybe she'll see my D and she's going to want to sleep with me. Maybe. That's a stretch. And let me tell you guys, not going to work. Your penis isn't that impressive. It's just not. If you think that, like, no. Not in still photo. This is the dong that's going to get it done. No, it's not. But what are... Right like, now, LeBron's like, hold my beard. Right, dude. exactly. <laughs> but, like, but what what are you getting out of being on a subway, well, sending that to a stranger? I think there are... I think you're forgetting about the people who will do this stuff. Sorry about my phone. I should turn that off. I um, I think you're forgetting all those about D-picks. It's all those airdrop D-picks coming in. <laughs> I think, I think you're forgetting about the people who kind of don't. And excuse me for using this word, given what's happened this weekend. But I think you're forgive you're forgetting about the people who just kind of want to terrorize you a little bit. And okay. do want to get off on maybe like okay. making you uncomfortable. There are those people. I, I I wonder if at that point are you even sending pictures of your own penis? But why wouldn't you just start sending like more grotesque things than that? If you really want to make people uncomfortable, if you really want to, I can think of far more, uh, you know, uh, uh, jarring things. I than, can't think of anything uh, than a penis. Do there are very few worse ideas than sending a picture of your penis to a woman that didn't ask you for it? Right. I, I don't get it. There are, I don't. There are very yeah, that's a, that's a, just not a good idea. You know the, the 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 thing I'll say is if, if it's also I mean it's sexual assault, right? Well, I, I mean it's a very least sexual harassment. We're, we're I mean, bo- well, yes, that's the better term, probably closer to it, and we're bordering it. I mean, which is it's closer to sexual harassment than I want to be. Yeah, I I, I if you have a relationship and you and your wife, you guys are sending each other pics all the time. That's fine, but if that's you're just, spicing up your marriage, if you're just sending these out, expecting like your penis to be so magnetic and so dynamic and so charismatic that women are just going to start throwing themselves at you. You guys are delusional. So I have never you I have never once airdropped or never have I received airdrop. So I'm going to I'm flying blind here, right? right? But I got my iPhone on me right now. So I right. pull up like you know how you like grab the bottom of your screen, flick up and it yeah. kind of gives you like all your settings and stuff. So there's the airdrop thing. And so I click on it and it says you can turn the receiving off. I can make it contacts only or everyone. Now, currently, my it says here that I'm airdropping everyone. See, and you, I mean, you had so zero then, clue about that. So I had no clue. So if I, let's say I was on a Sarda bus today, which fingers crossed I won't be, but if but if I were, so that means then if I have everyone on, like somebody could look for this and be like, "Yo, oh, there's an airdrop, yeah." And so, because it says it detects every other device, so how? Is it telling them what my name of my phone is? Like, I don't. I don't know if it's if it's. I, you know. I don't know if you've named your phone. I don't I'm know old. Says- Teach me how to use the phone. <laughs> I want to send the Apex, dude. I'm your grandfather. Teach me how to use the booter. I don't know how to boot this thing on. Does it still? Is that what you still call it? I don't know. I don't know about this. I and that's the thing is, I think most people don't know about this. I feel like I need sprayed down a glade now. Like somebody wipe me down. You've got yours on and on to everyone. You had no idea that even existed. So, like, I would assume most people probably in your situation where they don't necessarily know this technology even exists, let alone that theirs is open to everyone. So, I, I mean, yeah, I wouldn't have known. Doesn't isn't, isn't this? Don't air drop me D pics. And here's the thing: is I guess probably somewhere in your terms and conditions of service, you probably 
probably did agree to something like oh, this. Oh, I'm sure, yeah. But, wh- I mean, somewhere along the line, isn't this the phone company's responsibility to be like, hey, you have airdrop, and this oh, is, you uh, well, know? I'll tell you exactly. Well, yeah, but absolutely it is, but this is how they get through all that with loopholes. Every time you update your phone to the new software, right. you're not right. reading that fine no, print no. in there. You're like, just give me the new update, click, and you're signing over everything over to these big, evil conglomerate companies. Shh, that doesn't happen. iHeartMedia isn't one of those. No, no. Shh, never happens. Download it. We now have the toxicology report of what was in Tiger Woods' system, and dear God, it may take us the rest of the show to read it. That's next on Rock 106.9. Welcome back to the Sandsbury Show, Rock 106.9. If you want to go to Vegas, stick around. 9 o'clock, we'll give you your next keyword for the iHeartRadio Music Festival. DJ Khaled, Miley Cyrus, Kings of Leon, slew of others. We'll give you your next keyword. I thought you were giving away a trip to go with you to go see your mom at Christmas time in Vegas. Here's the thing. Nobody wants it. I was going to (laughs) say, I will absolutely do that. But Christmas morning, you have to go in my stead. I get to play craps, and you get to hear my mom ask you why you're not married and don't have kids. We'll see how... I know a lot of you like to defend my mom. Come on, she can't be that bad. She's not. You go... Well, Fanto, Jesus Christ. <laughs> you, 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 you shook her hand. You said hello. It was like three minutes. And, dude, I'm, I'm 41 years deep in, bro. You had five minutes. Nah, she's not the worst. You know what? I got to do a better job of keeping on calling her and stuff. Yeah, I, you I, do. I kind of... Dude, she, you know how I know is because lately she's been like commenting on social media a yeah. lot. Like, oh, that's my boy. And this kind of stuff. And it's like she doesn't understand. You open yourself up to the naysayers of the program and oh, the people yeah. and the haters and the like. And I've tried to tell her, like, stay away. Because, mom, you're not going to be able to handle the negative things people say about me. I, uh, I, I can't stand when my mom likes something on your Facebook or something like that. I'm like, mom, what mom, are you doing? What are you doing? He doesn't care. <laughs> But I, I think it's uh, nice. It I, is uh, nice. Though. I will agree 100. percent You know, your mom. Uh, you guys have a better relationship now than you have in the entire time that I've known Fantone you. Fantone knew me about 72 hours, and we were driving down the street, and my mom called, and within what was it, 10 seconds of the Not call? Not even. Not even. You both opened up the phone screaming. I am so embarrassed about this story. <laughs> I am. I because I remember that day, and I, rem- I like I'm embarrassed of my behavior that day. It's all right, buddy. You've done far worse things in front of me. It's, it's all right. <laughs> On the corner of McKinley and Navarre, I believe, right? I believe where that that's where those worst things have happened. Yeah. Don't know that story? Sucks to be you. Should have been there. A little inside the room there. I apologize. My boss hates that one. So the toxicology report on Tiger Woods' DUI arrest has come out. And I'll I'll remind you that when this happened, people were on me via social media about give Tiger a break. Come on, he didn't know. And I said then, guys, the guy's had knee surgeries for years. He knows the effects of these pills. I'm not letting Tiger Woods off the hook. And no matter what, I can guarantee you on that bottle of pills, it it says, do not operate heavy machinery in your car. Pretty heavy machinery right there. So I now, well, we all now have the toxicology report. I'm going to give you the street names of these drugs and not like the long-term scientific, you know, names. Because you can't pronounce them. I can't either. Right. (laughs) Vicodin, Dilaudid, which is what killed Elvis, I believe. Xanax, Ambien, and THC were found in Tiger Woods' system at the time of the DUI arrest. So can I not let them off the hook now since it wasn't like the doctors pushing opiates on on clients? Can I do that? Because the doctor didn't give them the THC, right? Was it medical? Could be. Oh, I guess maybe it could have been. Right? It, no, Florida. Oh, Florida. Is this where I believe? Don't. I, I'm pretty sure that happened in Florida because that's where he lives. 
is uh, primarily his residence is in Florida. But uh, but I know he's from California in that area, and he went to Stanford. So I, I don't, don't quote me on that, but I'm pretty sure it was Florida, right? But he well, that's one, two, three, four, five substances them. in his body. Here's what I know: the doctors didn't tell him to put all five in his body at the same time. No, just like hey, dude, you know, pill cocktail this one. Um, with the weed, I will give him a little bit of. We don't know if he was stoned in that moment. I don't think it's Whether, too much of a stretch to think that he was right. But, you know, weed stays in your system for a month. I had said at the time, and I feel like this toxicology report proves me right, that this wasn't a guy medicating his surgery. This was a guy that was like, oh, my God, I have a ton of pills, and this feels good. I'm going to get high. And people were furious with me. And now, sure enough, here comes the info. Guys, I, I told you this. I used to party on pills. I know what this is. I know what he was doing. He was looking to have fun. I don't understand why people felt such a need to defend him. I, you know, I, I know golf wanted to. Well, there's plenty of other athletes in the world who have had moments like this, and we come for blood, right? Bury them. There's that. There's that lust for like, oh my god, I'm gonna feed on the corpse of this. It also depends on the drug. Like if it was crack, you you bury something. I think that has something to do with it. Sport has something to do with it. Um, And let's be honest, I think race has something to do with it. Now I know what you're thinking. Well, Tiger Woods is black, though. Right, but he's kind of everybody's favorite black dude. Okay. Like, he kind of was. Like, he kind of, like, I, I, I think I'm that, not racist. I watch Tiger Woods right. play. I'm, how can I be racist? Tiger Woods is my favorite athlete. Okay. I, I know okay. That, that's true of a lot of people, right? So I think that that's definitely part of it. But you can't have this kind of stuff in your system. And I'll tell you why I'm not going to let Tiger Woods off the hook. And it's the opposite reason of why people would. It's because I'm a fan of the sport. And that's why I won't let him off the hook. Because Tiger Woods is robbing golf fans right now of what could be the greatest era in golf. you got a resurgence in young players. Jason Day and uh, Dustin Johnson, Jordan Spieth, Justin Thomas just won a major at 25. I think he is 24 maybe. Right? So there's a resurgence of young players in golf. And Tiger's game, even though he's my age, should still be at the point where he can compete with these guys because his game was that good. And he's robbing us of it because he can't keep his act together to get the physical stuff under control and the mental game. Had he not done all this stuff with the sex and the drugs and all this stuff, we golf would be in a golden age watching these guys battle Tiger. But we don't get it because of Tiger's selfish re- actions. And I, honestly, it does. It kind of pisses me off. And so I'm not letting him off the hook. Even if he was going to retire, his body couldn't take it anymore. Stay out of the limelight in this sense, then, dude. I mean, you're, don't get in trouble. You're right. I mean, there is a little bit of no matter what happens with all those golfers you named, Tiger Woods will always be the story. Will always. He's the guy. The He's so, the guy. You know, whether it's, you know, impressive feats out on the course or whether it's him getting DUIs and banging Denny's waitresses and porn stars, he's always going to be the story. And I know the whole like, well, I'm not a role model and I, it's not my responsibility to carry golf on my back, but it is your burden. But and you like, are, when you're the you greatest know, I, player in the world at any particular sport, yes, it is kind of on you to help pass the torch and help repay the game what it gave you. Now, you can make the argument that Tiger did, right? Because before Tiger Woods, the there was no million dollar pots in golf. Now, if you win any tournament, any tournament first place is a million or more. That's Tiger Woods. So Tiger Woods did kind of pay the game back. But I remember, I, I think it was the U.S. Open or it was one of the other majors and I tweeted it. But I was like, man, imagine if Tiger, Dustin Johnson and Jordan Spieth are coming down 18 right now the way it should be. The ratings for this thing would be through the roof. And now nobody cares because all, tr- all Tiger Woods anymore is a, is a guy who does this kind of stuff, gets in trouble. 
and can't get his game back together because mentally he's fried. I don't believe his, I know his body is shot. His, his left knee is in a lot of trouble, but this is more about his mental game. He can't get it back together because he can't dominate the way he did in the 90s and he doesn't like it. So he's taking his Dilaudid and going home. That's Tiger Woods now. And it's a shame because it's a fall from grace because I've said it before and I'll say it right now. He has been the most dominant athlete in my lifetime without a question. Tiger was on another level, winning majors by 20 strokes. I mean, the guy was something else. And now we don't get it because this is what's become of him. It's just sad. New Tour Tuesday right around the corner. We'll start things off with the brand new pink after you get sent to Vegas next on Rock 106. And it's not like, oh, well, we were all sitting around smoking pot. We eat this way better nowadays, dude. What are you guys, what were you doing? Yeah, but back in the day, the turntable was so far, and they won't want to get up ah. off the couch to go flip the record over, man. What? Yeah, that's exactly what that was, too. What are we doing? They're all stoned. Just make noises. They'll like it. That's, ex- that's exactly what that was. Pretty much the game plan for the Stansberry show every day. So, like, I guess who are we to argue, right? Yeah, no one, really. <laughs> I mean, or is it we're all stoned? We'll just make some I was going to say, our great idea is playing a guy named Brandon Lay on the radio. So, I mean, Pink Floyd's probably onto it. We are doing New Tour Tuesday. It is brought to you by the Hard Rock Roxino in Northfield Park there. And uh, we do this. If, if you're newer to the program, here's how it works. We kind of play uh, multiple different formats of music here. I don't just keep it rock. I know it's a rock station. Stick to rock. Like people like, stick to sports. No. I'm not doing that because there are plenty of people who listen to the show who hate rock music, who tell me all the time, dude, I only tolerate the music you play because I enjoy you. I don't like rock music. I just like the show. So I like to represent everybody who listens to the program, which is why we play all formats. We're going to start this week the way we normally do with the top 40 record, and it's my spirit animal, Pink. I love her, dude. Her new song's called What About Us. I don't think I've heard this yet. No, I've not either. I think our sister station, KDD's already on it. Lights we can see in the dark. Oh, she's a searchlight. You're seeing in the dark. We are rockets pointed up at the stars. Slowing things down a little bit so yeah. far. She likes the party record normally. Usually, but she likes the upbeat stuff. Sometimes she'll have a reflective moment and Pink will sing about, you know, maybe her uh, her divorce or her, you know, her husband that she got back together with or whatever. That's but. Corey Hart, right? Is who she did that, that that motocross dude? I, 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 one of the one of the extreme sports. I, think, I can't remember. Yeah, which I think one. it's one of those Monster Energy dudes. At the stars. Goddamn them and their cool jobs. So much cooler than us, bro. For sure. Hearts. Pink could get it. Oh, yeah. Pink dude. could totally get it. I don't know who would make an argument against that. No, Pink's hot. I once slept with a woman I know just solely because they look that much alike. Okay. Where I was like, yeah, I kind of want to get my pink fantasy out of the way. Let's do that. She's a talented singer, too, not just hot. You know what I'm saying? I think she's got a pretty good voice. Oh, come on. You don't have to 2017 it. (laughs) Jesus. A woman can be sexy. They can be sexy. You don't have to 2017 it. But yeah, she is talented. Like, I think she can actually sing. I think you're right about it. I don't think it's necessarily all producer. I like this building crescendo we got going here. What about us indeed, Pink? What about you and I? What about us? She's 
she just touches my inner fat girl, dude. Like she does, she does, man. Like this is not the best song she's ever made, but here I am still loving it because she does. She just knows how to talk to my inner fat girl. Stansberry just eating gelato, crying, listening to Pink. Just wet tears rolling down my chubby <laughs> cheeks. Absolutely. Right now, I know what everybody's thinking, dude. You have an outward fat girl. I don't know why you, why you, why you, why you think it's in her. We can see you. You look like a fat girl. We are problems that want to be solved. We are children that need to be loved. Yeah, that's all. Not by our teachers. No, no. We came when you called. But man, you fooled us. Enough is enough. How? What about us? Yeah, I like that. New pink. Ooh, yeah, I like that. Obviously, taking a little bit of a page from people who have worked with like the chain smokers and stuff. Oh yeah, but it's popular now, and you got that stuff's going to creep into all formats. Right. Of course, it is. Yeah. It's a copycat business. Sticks and stones, they may break these bones, but then I'll be ready. Are you ready? It's the start of us waking up. Come on. Are you ready? I'll be ready. Oh, I'm ready, Pink. She has a powerful voice. She's just, yeah, she's good, man. She just drives it home. She's been out there forever, too, right? Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, she has like a, a, quite a resume. Like yeah, late, late 90s? Late 90s is what I was going to say. Like 97-ish, 98-ish maybe, so late 90s. I mean, dude, I feel like she's been out there forever. Like, her voice does have a little bit of coarseness to it. But that's good. It gives you that emotion. It gives you that like that punch to it. And she's also has just enough of that Adele power. Not all of it. No, no, no. But she's got enough of it to where she can push it out, but yet still has that poppy sound that makes her like really popular across like those kinds of things. Uh, yeah, I mean she can hit you from all dude, pig's just the best. <laughs> See, Don's tweeting in and says her slow stuff is usually really good. He says, I don't really care for this beat all that much. He's like, I think this would just be amazing if she just sang it live.
with nothing and just saying it. A little too techno there in the background for Donnie. Yeah, maybe a little bit there. All right. Uh, fans, don't give me the vote on What About Us by Pink. Not a turd. Um, throughout it, I kept saying Pink, a very good singer. Um, she's got power behind her voice. She has diversity in what she can do. And I think that's a pretty universal song there where most people are going to hear that and are going to be able to relate somehow or another their oh, yeah. life to that song. Um, and I will also say, I think it's getting released at the right time. We're in the middle of August. So by the time September rolls around, this song will really be hitting. And this was a weak summer for pop music. So yeah, I it feel really like, was. So I feel like there's a, a, a gap for her to fill. And I honestly think that'll probably be a pretty big hit record song. I actually agree with everything you just said. Jeez. I, a turn. Yeah. I honestly, dude, you nailed it. You really did nail it. Because I, I think you're right. I think there was a big, like, I can't think of, what was the big summer record? That Despacito song, that Bieber, that Spanish thing. But that's the closest you get, and that was uh, not good. I feel like that got more YouTube views than it did, like, people listening to it because they love the song. But I may be wrong about that. Maybe I don't have my finger on the pulse of that. But I, yeah, I guess that was the biggest sensation. Uh, you could make an argument for one of Bruno's songs, maybe. Uh, but which one are we talking about? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if we're going to pick a definitive one. and But, I mean, that's the thing, is there's a gap now, and there's somewhere for her to go with that song, and that's a fall song for sure. It's not a summer record, but it's a fall yeah. song. It is a transition record of the time of year. You're absolutely... And, dude, record labels think about that stuff of when to release what and how to stage, just like movie companies go, this is a summer blockbuster versus a winter blockbuster. They do that kind of stuff all the time. We have a, a new country artist by the name of Brandon Lay, his new song Speakers, Bleachers, and Preachers is on New Tour Tuesday next on Rock 106.9. Dan Stansbury, Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruit cakes. The Stansbury Show. Chilling in the studs with my dudes. On Rock 106.9. Hey guys, you got Stansbury here for the Wakeham Auto Family. It was about four months ago I bought a pre-owned car from Wakeham, and I did it because they were able to find me exactly what I wanted and well within my price range. And they can do it for you as well. And if you're a parent thinking about sending your college student back to campus without a car, don't. Right now, Wakeham has a huge selection of pre-owned cars on sale and a bunch of stuff for under $10,000, like the 2014 Kia Forte, just $8,200. You're getting four brand new tires on that, 36 highway miles per gallon, plus Bluetooth, a USB port, alloy wheels, and it's only had one owner with a clean history. Check that out at Wakeham.com. Also right now on the Wakeham Auto Mile is the 2013 Hyundai Sonata. That's under $10,000 at just $9,500. You're getting Bluetooth, heated seats, a USB port, power driver seat, fog lights, alloy wheels, and 35 highway miles per gallon. That's also coming with a clean history, no accidents. That car's blue with tan cloth seats. Everything Wakeham has on sale can be found at Wakeham.com or in person, which is the better way to view it on the Wakeham Auto Mile. That's at West Huskin Lincoln Way between Canton and Maslin. Do what I did on your next car. Save the Wakeham way. In its genre. If you if you remove you know, the music from a vast majority of songs, the lyrics are always going to read like seventh grade poetry. It's just the way of the world. I, I've said I this mean, about one of my favorite records ever which is Exile on Main Street by the Rolling Stones. That is a great record. But if you read it, you'd be like, what is this dribble? It's just, you need the guitars, you need context. And, and, and so there will certainly be points where we laugh about lyrics, whether that's a 
pop song, rap song, a rock song, whatever. I think really the point of all that does it is, fit in what you're doing? For the most part, lyrics are all going to be a wash. Like it's all gonna kind of songs suck are under four it. minutes. Right. You repeat the chorus twice. How much? How great do you think it's really going to be? So so it's everything else that you do that really makes it. So like I mean, you could be the greatest songwriter, and I'm saying specifically lyric writer in the world, and without the music behind you, without it doesn't everything sound good. else, whether it's country, rock, rap, right. whatever it is, it's not going to come across well. So like when people do make fun of country music, which I'm sure I'm about to do with with speakers, bleachers, and preachers, yeah, there's going to be lyrics in there I make fun of. Exactly, sure there is. Exactly. Of course there is. And again, that's Brandon Lay, new country artist. At least I assume he's new. I've never heard yeah, of him. New enough. And he has, uh, he has his new song, Speakers, Bleachers, and Preachers. Come on! Watch this be the best song we've ever played. One time, Sandsbury, Dusty Armadillo. <laughs> Get it Frank cranked Hull. up. Your boy was out there. Big Dipper. We ain't talking about no consolation. Burn CD. Said you want to go somewhere fast with me. I picked you up. Uh-oh. We turned it up. Turning it up? Oh, well, turning it up? Hold on. Black people don't own turning up. Okay. Like, like, right. like, you All know right. what I mean? Like, dude, everybody's been turning up the radio forever. Okay. Like, I'm, I'm not sure like that we can just give Drake turn up. Okay. Burn CD. Said you want to go somewhere fast with me. I picked you up. Yeah. And we turned it up. You had a broke our necks. Post game smile. J-Town front page news for a while. Then we broke up. But I still turned it up. Turn it up one time now. Cheerleading skirts and back seats. Free throws and church marquees. Kingsley countdown radio. Wouldn't know nothing if it weren't for all those long nights and glory days between the alpines. Not the no best singer. So he's talking about um, uh, speakers, music, bleachers, high school football, and preachers, Jesus, right? Is that yeah, kind, kind of, of like uh, teaching them about, about, you know, those are the life lessons of your childhood, okay. which they are. Okay. And bleachers and preachers, story of my youth. Speakers and bleachers and preachers, still got a lot of growing up to do. Big old dipper. Come on, Dusty Armadillo. One time now. They really should have you back out there again. Whoa. I'm sorry. Did he have a black and mild on the deck? All right. Okay. All right, Pantone. I'm going to do that. I'll take the gloves off. I'll take the gloves off. Now you, dude, you are all systems go on, on, on the spittoon crowd. You are all systems go. I dude, I wanted to defend the turn up, but the black and mild on the dash, historically, that has not been the Waylon Jennings system. That's more Wu Tang than Waylon. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> All right, bit. right, right. I think so. Isn't it funny how Kenny Chesney is now looked at as like country oldies? You know what I mean? Like that's that's him throwing back there. Chesney song. Yeah, it goes to show you how young this kid is. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Summer James in a Chesney song. Gonna make a dance when the sun goes down. 
guitar solo there. Little Neil Schoen there. Just lifted right out of Journey. Oh my god. Like, dude, I remember, again, I remember when only rappers talked about rattling the rear views of your car with their bass and stuff like that. This is, I mean, dude, he is kind of dipping all the way in that pool. Dipper, one time now, Sainsbury, come on. System rattling my rear view. Used to listen with my cousin. I miss him. He's gone now. Heroin overdose, probably. Jeez. Meth. This is new Brandon Lay, Speakers, Bleachers, and Preachers. Right now, half of the audience is like, why is he talking about LeBron James in the middle of this? And King James, what for? There's a lot to learn from speakers and bleachers and preachers. Story of my youth. Speakers and bleachers and preachers. Still got a lot of growing up to do. Well, there's new Brandon Lay, speakers, bleachers, and preachers. Phantom, give me the vote there. Eh, it's mm. half a turd. Half a turd um, usually is is what I'm going to say about a song that I don't appreciate, but I can imagine people in that audience will appreciate. I think the uh, the speakers and bleachers and preachers will resonate in the, the kick the dust up crowd, and I bet you that song will be somewhat of a hit there, so I'm saying half. I'm going to vote half a turd as well. Eh, it's half a turd. And I agree with you. I think what's happening here is this is exactly why why music has songwriters. Okay. I feel like that song was written and should have been given to like a Kenny Chesney. Okay. Or like like a more established, better voice, better singing kind of guy right. out there. And I think that song's a smash hit if you give it to one of those guys and a moderate, like a mid-size hit if you don't. And so I'm gonna vote half a turd on that. We have the new Seether, Betray and Degrade, and a local submission. Those are both now. Next on Rock 106. Either for you, and then we do have a local by a band called Hollow District. And their drummer sent me an email, and we'll read that to you after playing you the new Seether. This is Betray and Degrade. iHeart Radio oh, Music You Should Know featuring oh, Seether. Know. Betray is. and Degrade. Those voices Thanks, Cousin Deke. And the pain is overwhelming. It's a fault line. I like that. And yeah, I'm guessing that I should be kind of happy it's a fault of mine. Okay, I can get down with that. See, they're doing what Seether does. Yeah, I was going to say, right he out always of the gate, does that. it sounded like that. Kind of starts with that slow thing and then kind of like crashes into it. That's what he does. They don't reinvent the wheel ever, no. but they don't need to. 
That sounds like something, but I can't put my finger on it. I like this part better. I wanted that to be a little better. Yeah, and they're running out of time, too. Oh, is this a short one? Uh huh. Oh. But if you're into this band and you like them and you like their previous songs, this is, this is right down the middle for you. You know what I mean? So I, 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 it's, it's not terrible. I've always liked the way he sounds. Sean's got a cool voice. Create your own Seether custom station with iHeartRadio. Download the app or listen at iHeartRadio.com. There you go. Well, there you go. That's my favorite part is when the company tells you to turn the radio station off. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Stop listening to the one you're listening to. Listen <laughs> yeah. to one in Austin. It's better. Yeah. That's uh, that's my favorite part of what they do there. So there's the new Seether betraying degrade fans. Don't give me the vote. Not a turd. Um, I uh, I don't know if that's going to be a hit record for them. I think maybe if we would have actually gotten the full song, because I feel like that got cut off short. It was under three minutes, and there was you know. But dude, you're right. That's a see their fastball, and if you dig that band, that's not a turd. Yeah, no, I uh, we're gonna go three for three today. I'm gonna vote not a turd on the new Seether as well. Not a turd. Yay. That's betray and degrade. New stuff from Seether. Yeah, and I liked it. I um, I, I've always been a fan of that band, and the, you're right. They never rethink the wheel. They never try to be like, well, we're gonna drop a different record this time. They they just give you what you want. So we have a local submission, and I'll read you the guy's email. And uh, his name's Mitchell Kaufman. All right. He says, hi, I'm the drummer for a band called Hollow District. A few weeks ago, I heard our good friend of mine's band called Bones of Giants on the segment. Oh, yeah. And I figured I would submit our newest song once it was finished. And then he starts to give you the disclaimers. We've been playing out for about a year now, but we all work around 60 hours a week, so it's hard to put a lot of time into this. We don't have much of an online. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> Dude, way, way to set yourself up for success there, Mitch. 
says, we don't have much of an online presence now, but we do have a Facebook page, and it's okay. just under Hollow District. Anyway, it would be exciting to hear our song played to that big of an audience, so thank you, and I hope you enjoy this. 20 million is a big audience. That's big enough. That's big enough there. Mitchell Kaufman's band is called Hollow District, and their song is called All Eyes on You. Pretty cool. Yeah. Again, we always say this about a local band. You got to give some leeway on the production value because it's not Jimmy Iovine at that board, right? And so, like, you got to give them some leeway. And again, they're working 60 hours a week at their day job, man. Wow. Wow, he sounds way cooler than I thought he was gonna. This is rare for a local band that I will say this, but I feel like your front man's the strongest point of the band. Normally, it's like, dude, if you get a good, you guys get a good singer, you'd probably be honest on something. Because I think just singing is that probably harder than learning to play the guitar the right way to make a rock song sound cool. But this guy sounds all right. Especially if he did get the assistance of a producer. Oh, God, yeah. You know? I always say this. If you can get my buddy Noah to mix your, your record, that's who you want. And he, he can make you sound like you came out of like a real studio. Because that's what he does. That could be, sa- that could yeah, be so cool. cool right there. That yeah. was cool. This is local band. Hollow District and their song All Eyes on You. Well, yeah, there's a void. There's always a void. Always a void. And you dude. always throw people in it. You're being, it. To- you're being pulled into it. Mm-hmm. Right. Those drums need to be mic'd a little bit better. And I don't know how many guitars they have going, but I feel like somebody really coming in and shredding. Crunching right there. here, yeah. Right. He's got a, the singer's got a little bit of a Corey Taylor thing going on, right? Which is not a knock. I mean, dude, no. the, welcome to one of the biggest, you know, uh, you know, frontmen on the planet right now. Not as big as Nickelback, but just saying. Yeah, just by, saying. by the way, just yeah, saying. let's not end today's segment without getting Nickelback in on this. Man, that concert <laughs> last night at Blossom filled to the rafters of people that don't like that they band. Hate they hate them. Man, that band is so bad. Look at it almost being sold out. Empty vessel. <laughs> yeah, there's always that. 
fans always need to get away from stuff. Get away! Stay away! <laughs> keep away! There's always voids and they gotta get away from things. See, this is this is a comment coming from Twitter, and I totally agree. Because this is exactly what I was gonna say about this record. It reminds me of early 10 years. If you know that okay. band, that's exactly what I was gonna say about this. That, that, that is the spot-on analysis of this record. 10 years should have ended up being bigger. They were better than what happened to them. Yeah, I think another guitar on top of this would really like, boom, give it a little more kick to it. Yeah, that needs a better producer, but fans don't give me the vote there. Not a turd! Everything on a scale when it comes to local artists, and you put that on the bell curve of what we've gotten and what we've done over New Turd Tuesday over the past three years. I would say that was one of the better submissions and, and, and definitely one of the bands that I can say, like, well, I hear potential in that. And, you know, yes, it's still not finished, but I'm going to say not a turd there. Dude, quit working 60 hours at stiff jobs. <laughs> what are you doing? You got rock star hits to make, my man. You got to get up. Dude, tell your boss to shove it. <laughs> hear that work whistle blow, man. You got to get out of there and get back into the studio. I vote not a turd on that. Not a turd. Yeah, that was pretty good stuff yeah. there. If you're in a local band would like to be featured on New Tour Tuesday, you can do it. Send me an email, stansburywrqk.com. Include a short little bio on the band. Make sure the song is radio edited. I'm not working to turn you into a star. That's on you. And uh, aside from that, we're done for the day. But we'll be back at it live tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. on Rock 106.9. You guys have a great afternoon. See you. Dan Stansbury. Matt Fantone. Just kiss your fruit pigs. The Stansbury Show. Chilling in the studs with my dudes. On Rock 106.9.